I wouldn't be no. like Alec and be like, ditch him. Give me the get rid of him. Get rid of him. That's what that would be. Welcome to the What's Up Reddit Podcast, where we fashion ourselves television judge and jury. My name is JJ Carter. I'm here with my co-host, Mattson Heiner. Scared the shit out of me. And Alec Burgess. I give up. I can't do that one. <laughs> I was not prepared for the freaking porky pig. <laughs> that was good. He got me. Yeah. I jumped. I was like, oh, shit. All right, well, that was fun. Uh, yeah, we appreciate you tuning in. Uh, welcome to the podcast. We are going to be talking about She-Hulk uh, Season 1, Episode... What are we up to? Seven? See, episode 7? Thank God, only two more episodes. Uh, okay, this wasn't the worst episode, but I feel like it's because the rest were so terrible, except for one other one, that this one just felt better. I think it was because you had so many other side characters that took up all your screen time. That could be that true. You didn't focus on She-Hulk and the god-awful. I mean, let's just writing. address it, though. The the therapy scene, got to be honest, they totally killed that. Pretty yeah. awesome. Like, I mean, the whole from Blonsky to the 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 bull man or whatever. Man the, bull. Man, man bull. bull. The, the vampire. Man name. The vampire. I love that. Offered the like was like I know I bet Jen is like a pretty great person or whatever and then and Tasty's like oh snap like I messed up someone's someone like, saved all, me all, all their little side comments I have to be honest like that whole the the whole compilation of those scenes I love that I absolutely loved it it was quintessential what Marvel can do very well and they really knocked that out of the park. But again, most of that really doesn't have anything to do with the problem with this series being the overarching what the hell is actually happening. And I know we had the little phone downloading scene and trying to get her blood. Maybe they did. But still, they're, they keep just like punting whatever they're trying to get me excited about to the next episode. Problem is, they're probably not going to really allude to it till the ninth and final episode. And I don't really care that much. But this episode is a standalone, whether it's because JJ said we have our standards so low. <laughs> I really did, as a standalone, quite enjoy this episode overall. Well, I had a problem with the bad guy ending because it does away with the last bad guy ending. Because last one in the lab scene, they got this big ass hypodermic needle that's got to go through She Hulk's skin. Kind of defeats the purpose if your new bad guy gets Jennifer Walters' blood. Same blood, but you don't need the big ass needle for it. How did he get it, though? I don't know. Looked like he got it. But I mean, I mean, he like, said he got it in the weird picture message that he sent yeah, at the end. So are there like two different people who are after her blood? Could be. Then why haven't they shown us at least one of them? Well, and so I guess that's the question is, because I could see there being two, right? There's one group that want her blood in order to create more hulks. And then there we've seen that website that wants to figure out how to kill her, in which case maybe they want her blood to try to find a weakness. So I could see there being two groups to kind of make, but make you think there's one. But I'm with you. I was like, that was a weird final scene with the giant. Where's the giant syringe? 
Like, I wanted to see them pull it. Because that'd be a funny fucking joke, right? Like, she's standing there. They pull out this syringe, and she's like, I hate needles. Or something like that, right? Like, that'd be a great fourth wall break moment where she looks over and goes, Never mm-hmm. tell you I hate needles. Like, that shit would have been funny. Now I feel like we're going to be missing out on a, a great joke. But. My question to JJ, previous with Hulk's, like, when Hulk is in danger, Hulk just, like, even when, doesn't Bruce Banner try and kill himself at some point in one of them? And Hulk just obviously doesn't let it happen. I thought if someone was trying to poke her with a needle at some point, her Hulk, inner Hulk, or it would just Hulk out, as she said, hulking out, or whatever her phrase is. I thought it would just prevent stuff like that from happening because that's what Hulk with Bruce Banner does. But I don't know if there's a difference there. I was something I was thinking about. Yeah. So one of the big differences is, well, especially when you, if you talk about Bruce Banner and the Hulk, when they were two separate personas, that was why the Hulk would take over. Um, in moments like that, and he had no banner, had no control over it. It's because she has control, though. Is what we're saying. Uh, Correct. And when when Smart Hulk is created, like he can't come out of the Hulk form. His is a little different that way. Like he can't just mm-hmm. decide, which is interesting because of the Abomination's ability to do that, whereas the Hulk still can't like regular Bruce Banner Hulk still can't. So that's, that's the big thing is smart Hulk on Hulk's side. He just stays Hulk all the time. And then with her, she can phase in and out of it, but she has to make that choice consciously or the emotions take control, but she's still doing it on her own. It's not a protectionary type thing. It's a, it's an emotional thing for her. So that's Mm. the difference. But okay, yeah, I mean, I will say it was really fun. I, I did like, like you said, Matt, and I did like the therapy, like those the group session. Like I laughed quite a bit when during the guy that took session. his mask off. <laughs> yeah, <no. laughs> the smell. Well, and like the dude gets up and like shoots electricity out of his swords, and like, and those are all like actual D list Marvel comic characters. Like they're legit characters that they've pulled out of the ethos these old shitty villains um so and in fact the el aguila is a mutant um not just a he's a yeah he's a mutant so i don't know how they'll play that off but um yeah and then the other one saracen or is a he's only been in a few comics i think but he was always in the blade comics like he was one of blades villains that he fought he's a terrible villain but yeah man bull and all those guys i it was great like great great fun but i also enjoyed the no talking first few minutes where she's like sweating bullets over her phone just because i've seen people do that shit like it's it's hilarious i thought that was really good yeah definitely been there before i like it and that that, they did a good job of relating like you uh, you go through it a little bit where you have your phone around like any little you get the phantom vibrations you start to kind of just look at your phone you keep it close to you you take it everywhere then at a point you kind of just don't want your phone around at all you just get tired of it you hate it you're like what is happening and and then you start to like I loved when she was driving and like pulled it down and trying to refresh it like oh like maybe now and 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 then at some point you get desperate and you text again I love when the group responded like oh no you you sound so desperate like what are you doing like uh, like and how they went through all that line like most human beings on this earth have been there at some way shape or form uh being that individual that's waiting for a text that either 
comes way later than expected or never comes at all. Well, I did laugh really hard at when they were reading her text, making her read her text that she sent. Cause I've been in that group where you're like, Oh, why would you send that? Or even worse, like you're sitting around, what do I send? And so you help them type out their response. I love that shit. I had a great time with that too. Yeah. JJ's been there with me. That's fair. That is fair. Y'all, you always need a friend that can help you analyze the situation and try and figure it out. And, mm-hmm. and sometimes it, I like how this, and this, he did ghost her, and it's not, you. more times often than not, it's not the outcome we want it to be. It's also true. Don't call me for my opinion. You won't like the answer. <laughs> I wasn't. Call one of these two. I wouldn't, I wouldn't <laughs> say that my advice was always like on point or nice, I guess. I was pretty blunt. No, JJ, JJ's pretty, pretty real about it. And yeah. I'm the same way, like. I've seen the good, I've I mean, seen the bad. That's fair. <laughs> like, I, I try to deliver it in a nice-ish way. I wouldn't be no. like Alec and be like, Ditch him! You believe to get rid of him. Get rid of him. That's what that shit would be. Yeah, I, I will say that the one thing that bothered me about the episode is the wild, predictable ending that he was there for her blood. Like, I knew that shit at the end of the last episode. Because it, or in the middle, like, as soon as he's like, well, I kind of like Jen. I'm like, no, you don't. I was like, stop it. I was like, ugh. But I did like, I think my favorite part of this episode outside of the chaos and the funny was her moment of real like where she's talking to the group and she goes through the whole of emotions of everyone like the whole comparison where there's that person that's good at everything and you just wish that you could be them for a day and she's like I have that person in me like I thought that was a really interesting well written scene and that's the part that kills me about this show gents is that when there's brilliant moments it's fucking brilliant but there's so few and far between i'm like what the fuck like do we have three different writers that are just competing with each other or do we have one writer like how is there these moments of genius and then there's shit shows like a fucking standalone wedding episode that did nothing for the story like i I just don't it introduced josh yeah, but for 35 fucking minutes for nothing. The guy's in it for 30 freaking seconds in both. Oh, it just annoys me. It's just bad writing, and it's frustrating. I think you have one writer with five personalities. <laughs> Could be. And each personality has had its turn at writing a show. Um, and they haven't done a very good job. I will say, when you have not pulled me into a show, I start to overanalyze and rip it to pieces. Sure. Like, for example... If I, as Jen Walters, had my car smashed by a man bull, I would turn into She-Hulk and run to where there's service or a tow station. I thought the same thing, just so you know. And I would not stick around in hippie hell to be a part of a therapy group session. Yeah. I would be gone. Yeah. I thought the same thing. When, when she was standing there and I was like, just turn into She-Hulk and jump. Like six times and you'll find service. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. You're not trapped there. Yeah. (laughs) And I think the idea was to show that she actually wanted to be there and have like the human interaction, but they leaned so hard into her bitching and moaning about it instead of like seemingly being put out by it. You know, I think they would have been better served to have her instead of walking around looking for service. 
like being like, well, do you have somewhere comfortable that I could wait? You know what I mean? Like that shows that she actually subconsciously or deep down wants to be there and around people versus walking around trying to find a signal that, like you said, then I noticed too, you could get that pretty simply. They had to find a way to get her into the cool therapy session. Yeah. No, for sure. Uh, Yeah. Bring the cool therapy session to her. Uh, Yeah. And she had to go yurt it out. (laughs) She yurt it out. (laughs) I said there was some funny shit in this episode. It just makes me sad that the rest of it, except for one other episode, have been so forgettable and annoying and pointless. And I liked it. But like you said, it was a good point right right at the beginning. There's enough side characters in this to carry the lack of depth that this character has, except for in weird moments, just random moments where there's a ton of depth. I don't know. But it's overshadowed by all the crazy side characters. I thought we were watching this show for Wong. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I'd rather watch Wong. I was here for Tim Roth, so. Wow. That's, I love Tim Roth, and he never fails to disappoint. No, he's great. <laughs> and I, I was waiting for him to like turn into freaking abomination. Like, Cause there was a couple times during the therapy session where he was like looking really annoyed. And I'm like, is this dude going to burst into freaking <laughs> and then be all soothing as the abomination? Like how funny would that should have been? The parole officer would have to come back. Yeah. I I'm waiting for, my wild, stupid prediction is that team reject anger management up here is going to come to help She-Hulk by the end, the last episode. That's going to be her, like, team. Avengers. Yeah, the Av- <laughs> The Avengers. Yeah, one yeah. of the two. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I thought it was funny. Uh, what was it? The fact that the parole office or whoever is in charge of that does not have the resources to send a team of SWAT (laughs) to go check on a potentially lethal, you know, criminal who's under watch. So he called her, her, his lawyer instead. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Why? (laughs) It was good. It's 7 a.m. on a Sunday too. Well, I love that he's sitting there talking to, to Blonsky and he's like looking at her going, can you switch? Like, and so she, while we have this conversation, cause what if I make him mad or something? Like, I just love that he made her stand there the whole time as <laughs> she, Hulk. Oh, it was a funny episode. It had its moments. Yeah. It was. Yeah. But I'm always so grumpy when I start watching it that I'm just like, this yeah, I'm just like already good. upset. Yeah, that it doesn't help. Yeah, Ugh. it's too bad because I would. I think I would have loved this show if they had made it six episodes and had a point. Still got. Well, we don't even know who the bad guy is. Yeah. Oh, I thought you maybe we were going to get revealed. I mean, right now, it's Four keyboard. It's keyboard warriors. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah. Well, and I thought for a minute there that. And this is how bad the writing is that I was like, it wouldn't surprise me if Emil Blonsky turns out to be the bad guy. Like, I don't think that's the way they're going after this episode, but I thought, because I even right down to the moment where she leaves, 
she gets in the tow truck and leaves, and the five of them are standing there. I thought he was going to be like, all right, boys, she's on our side, or great job getting her to, you know what I mean? Like, I could have, I was, like, sitting there waiting, because I was like, that would fit the terrible writing that we have. But I like the fact that these knuckleheads are being kind of good guys right now, like... And I did yeah, laugh. At they the, didn't do that. Yeah, me too. I, I did laugh at the one like fourth break wall break where she's like, "Let's go back to the continued on this guy." Like, because she was mad about the the guy from Wrecking Crew being there as part of one of the villains. So I thought that was pretty clever. A good use of the fourth wall break. I didn't really like. A that. lot of them have been really bad. So oh, again, God. it's like, it's. <laughs> I'd yeah. rather do with fool that. me once, shame on you. Fool me twice, shame on me. Type of a thing. Yeah. Um, so it's hard to be impartial on a lot of these stupid ass plot points. Yeah. Even the funny ones sure. always have a little caveat of like, how are they gonna fuck this up? Yeah. That's how I look at this now as I watch the show and go, Oh, this is interesting. When's it gonna go south? Yeah. That's how I felt how this whole episode. JJ, did we commit to the common folk out there that we were gonna try and watch things just to watch them? Good yeah, things that have a point. Yeah, I know. And I, and I did. I did with this. I'm just trying to make JJ feel guilty. I don't. <laughs> I don't. I don't with this show. Because I gave it a chance. And then, like, we had first two episodes were bad. And then the third episode, I was like, oh, this show has life. And then episode four was the fucking worst of the bunch. And then five, six were just as bad as four. And I gave up on it. But I did try for three episodes. You can even go back and listen to my first two going, you know, it wasn't great, but I'm going to give it a chance. And yeah. then the third, I was like, I really like this episode. And then I went, what the fuck just happened? <laughs> they ruined all the goodwill I gave them. And I only give it once. Once you lose it that bad, it's gone. I don't even give it. You have to impress me. That's fair. Alex an <laughs> asshole. No. <laughs> To Disney. I'm an asshole to Disney because sure. Disney should be able to do better with their infinite amount of resources and their infinite amount of great projects that they've done past, present, and future. To throw out hot garbage such as She Hulk is an insult. Yeah. Um, I did enjoy, though, that uh, Jennifer Walters waited to the third date. She made that dude wait to the third date, which makes her a shapoopy. And if anybody can get that reference, I will send you a virtual high five. I don't even know that reference. No. (laughs) Do I want to? I probably do. JJ, JJ will know once he figures it out. Yeah, I'm sure I will. I love that too. Like after the second date, when she they're like getting all close, and she goes in and she kind of stops and thinks to herself, "Oh, what the fuck was that?" Yeah. <laughs> and then, Wait, come back. Yeah. He's gone. He's gone. Yeah, it was funny. Yeah, there was some great moments. There was great moments in this show, in this episode, but that's it. All right. Anything else? Don't make a second season, Disney. Yeah, but you know they're gonna. Because I don't I get it. Like, people like this show. Well, because they're afraid of what's going to happen to them if they say they don't like the show. Uh, that could be true. That could be true. It's bad. And to be fair, so my boss at work has teenage girls, preteen girls. Sure. Who absolutely love the show. Sure. Very clearly, this show is marketed to that age group. Yeah. I mean, this show's not built for me, let alone, like, built. it's not built for you younger 
individuals, let alone my weird old ass. Like, I don't get a lot of the humor in this show, even like it doesn't land with me. So, you know, it's built for a much younger audience. Yeah, um, that's true. I mean, we are. I mean, I am a forty-year-old that's watching Disney Plus. So, but they keep using shit that I grew up with. Yeah, and they're just uh, kind of just furthering, cutting off. Yeah. It's just getting a little bit harder for you to relate to the young folk, JJ. Well, and it's terrible, and I think that's one of the most frustrating things with me on this show in particular is because I enjoyed the comics so much of She-Hulk. Like, she's a funny character, and she's interesting in the comics, and then the, she's just not in this show most of the time. When she is, she very much is, but most of the time she's just silly. And I, I don't... In, there's a difference for me between silly and funny, and this show, most of the time, she's silly. And I, I want her to be funny. Because in the comics, she was very funny. So. And the people who are enjoying the show are the ones who really didn't grow up on the comics. No. So this is their first first kind of interaction with She-Hulk. Yeah. So I, I see where Disney is going. Sure. But you can have the silly, funny, initial, great character aspect and still make a good fucking show out of it. Yeah, it should be the opposite of what it is, right? We should have these great moments, character moments, character pieces, and then you have silly moments to tie the kids into this and have them enjoying it versus 90% of the show being silly and stupid and pointless with 10% of an interesting concept or, you know, a good, serious character moment. And I, it just... Yeah, I just think they got that ratio wrong. But I guess that's what happens. I mean, the writer of this show and the the showrunners, a younger generation, they're they're a, they're the new blood, right? So they're doing things that. God damn it! I hate getting old. Anyway, <laughs> <laughs> shit's ruining pop culture for me now too. All right. Well, that's all I got. I don't got anything. Else. I'm out. Okay. <laughs> We'll see you next time on the Jolly Green Shit Show that is She-Hulk. That's my new catchphrase for this. I don't know where it came from, but it's stuck. And so that's what you guys are going to have to hear for the next two episodes. For those listeners that are are listening to this, don't say we don't love you. We do this for the common folk. I want someone who likes the show to explain to me why they like it. Uh, Yeah. I'm interested. Open invitation. Like, educate me on why this is a good show. Yeah, throw us a throw us a comment, throw us an email. Yeah, well, I'll invite you on the episode if you've got good points. I don't want you to just come on to be a dick, but if you want to talk about the show for real, I'll debate with you, and I know Alec will. Oh yeah, but Matt's gonna sit and so listen and laugh at us. So, but I, I <laughs> yeah. yeah, I just want to know because I, I, I'm curious. I I don't see the appeal. So unless we're talking about aspect ratios or <laughs> other things like that, or the sun. For the sun, I'm just not going to get passionate enough about it. (laughs) True enough. True enough. All right, Matt, tell everybody where they can find us. Yeah, first and foremost, just want to give a shout out to our new Patreon page. Uh, So you can go to What's Our Verdict podcast on Patreon and see our three different tiers. Uh, You can uh, vote on some of the things that we'll be reviewing for the upcoming months is one of them. You can get access to trailers uh, that we are reviewing on a month to month basis. And if you really want to get in there for our Cinemagic JJ status, uh, you can be a part of recommending 
well, you don't get to, you, you just tell us what you want us to review on a quarterly basis. You get to pick, like Charles has been, what the dumb things that we're going to watch. Um, <laughs> so there's a few other things in each of those tiers, but I encourage you all to check it out. Throw us a bone. Uh, help us keep the podcast going, but we appreciate your support. And obviously, listen to us wherever good podcasts can be found, Apple, Spotify, others. Just search What's Our Verdict Reviews. And then check us out on TikTok, Facebook, and Instagram at What's Our Verdict. Our website's currently going through a facelift right now, so we're excited about that revamp and we'll catch you all there soon too but email us at hosts at what's our verdict.com as well if you just want to chime in with us and kind of shoot the shit yeah cool thanks man all right there it is we appreciate you tuning in we'll catch you on the next one Bye. cinematic out